You are listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We believe that Jesus came to set you free and nothing can cancel the truth of God's word. Now here's your host, the youth pastor of Impact Youth at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut, Pastor Joey Santora. What is going on, Impact? We're here. It's time for the potty. As you can see, Pastor Joey is not here. He is, not. he is not, you know, he, he, it's not time for the potty for him, but it's, uh, it's me and AJ, so happy to be here and to get to do the podcast. I'm really excited about the teaching that I'm going to be bringing you guys, but first, we're not going to be doing Rate That Foreign Snack. Sorry, Rate That Foreign Snack. We're not going to be doing that because Pastor Joey isn't here, and that just wouldn't be right. That would just be wicked. It just, it just would be wrong. So instead, we're going to do Draft That. We're going to do draft that gym, gym exercise. exercise. That's right. Because it's me, it's me and we AJ. Go to the gym. <laughs> we go to the gym. That's like a big part of our personality as people. And, uh, and we're like, we're gym bros. So I hope that this is at least a little bit interesting to you. I hope it's at least interesting to hear us talk about it because it's like, we love it. Yeah. So we're going to draft uh, our favorite gym exercises. Um, upper body. We limited it to upper body, but if we're being honest... Both of our top fives. No legs. Yeah, wouldn't have included any leg exercises <laughs> no legs anyway. In there. So, um, but we're going to get into it. We're giving AJ the first overall pick in his draft. AJ, where are you going? My first pick is going to be Smith Incline Bench. Wow. Wow. I'm surprised. I love it. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. It's- no, hey. The, I mean, that. just full transparency, that was going to be... That was going to be my number one because I thought you were going to go somewhere else. Okay. And so I will take in my first overall spot the barbell bench. Okay. I will. It's mine. I got it. It's on my team. Happy to have you. Sure. And here's why. In terms of, like, actually building muscle, right, it's not the most effective chest exercise. Yeah. But if you can bench a lot of weight, like, you're the guy. Yeah, it's You know? Like, that's you. Yeah. Putting two wheels on there, oh, yeah. repping it out. Like, that's I don't you. Do that. You will soon, though. I will be there soon. Amen. And the thing is, with both of us, we worked out about a year together. Yeah. So we know each other's yeah, yeah. No top doubt. exercises. No doubt. So, number two, yeah. I'm going with another chest. Yeah. I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured you would. And it's the floor flat press. Okay. At our gym. Yeah, yeah. We have a flat. The best gym in the area. Yeah. Iron Factory, shout, shout out. out. If you know, you know, you know what floor <laughs> flat press is. If you know, you know. Uh, but I'm sure they have it in other gyms too. It's a it's yeah. a hammer exercise or hammer strength uh, machine, and it's really good. Yeah, really like that one. Really like that for you. Thank you. Wow. Okay. I'm also gonna go with another chest. It's I, a must. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think that this would be open too, but I'm I went a little bit more generic with some of mine or a little bit more vague with some of mine but my number two i'm going to the cable peck fly Mm. Mm. give me that okay get on my team wait a minute okay you said you go vague yeah yeah i went more specific with it okay well now you can't i can't i guess no right because i'm taking like a standing right peck fly i'm taking when you put the bench there and you have it like you're that's mine right it's on my team i had a seated Peck fly. Yeah, that's tough. I had the seated cable fly. But also, you're not going to take three chests. You can't do that. It was in my top five. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's my that's my first uh, two. What's your three? With my three, I have neutral grip T bar row. Okay. I like that for you. So we'll take neutral grip 
free weight row off the table with that then. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Cool. So neutral grip for the lats, T-bar is just a chest-supported row, and it's really, really good. Really, really good. Um, Again, Iron Factory. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's T-bar rows, yeah, you know, wherever. But uh, I don't, they're not a Club 24. Not oh, a Club 24. I said it. Okay. Or the edge. Um, no. <laughs> or phys ed. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> We're climbing. We're having fun. Okay. My, uh, my three honestly surprises me a little bit. But now that that's off the table, I'm going to go to the dumbbell overhead press for, for shoulders. Okay. I yeah, love that's a that. good one. No, I love like that one when you get it right, when yep. you can really feel it and do it safely. Like that's fire. Like oh, yeah. that's really, really good. Hit the um, front and pads I, yeah, I love feeling like I'm wearing football shoulder yeah, pads even it's when good. I'm not. Yeah. It's good. We're yeah. switching it up. Yeah. Go a little arms here. Love it. Yep. Free weight preacher. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's better than any other preacher. Love that. It's a great starter for biceps. Yeah. I mean that's that's a really good pick. At four. Yeah. That's a good That's a, pick. That's a steal. <laughs> no doubt. That's good. Um, okay. That takes that out for me. Oh, man. Oh, it's tough, right? Because if you go with, like, a back here, oh, I have to go with a back. I can't not go with a back. So I'm going to go to um, just any free weight overhand row. Okay. Any free weight overhand I know overhand you're, a big, row. you're a big overhand. I am. I I, I I don't prefer it to lats because lats, when you hit your lats, yeah, right? La- a lat pump is come on different. Now. So come on, preach. But <laughs> um, I, I do love an overhand when you when your like whole upper middle back just gets yeah. gets got. Um, that's really good for me. So that's what I'm gonna go with in my four is just okay. any free weight overhand row. Okay. Yeah. So at my five, yeah. I had the seated cable pec fly. Yeah. No, I you can't don't take that. No, it's just gone. So it's I gotta go to team. my backups here. Okay. And we have the free weight iso row gone. Neutral grip. Yes. I think I'm going to have to go with another back, and it's been hitting so good lately with pull-throughs, cable pull-throughs. Oh, okay. No, I like that for you. And I like cable over that machine that we have at, again, Iron Factory. Golly. Just <laughs> Iron Factory is good. Sponsor like this good. episode or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. um, okay. What was it? Pull-throughs. Pull-throughs. Cool. Or the machine? A.K.A. No, cable. Okay. A.K.A pullovers yeah i call them bolt throughs too yeah but it's probably where i got it from <laughs> um oh man it's really tough for me because i have one that i really want to pick but then i would have no arms and that's tough and i feel like my team right now i feel like i've done a pretty good job drafting i have two chests one back and one shoulder so i feel like i have to go arms okay go ahead I'm going to go to the uh, to any cable bicep curl. You know what we realized? What? I just realized what we just did. What? We didn't put a lateral raise in there. That's what I was going That's back and crazy. forth on. No, I know. That was sneaky. I knew you weren't going to even really think of it. I didn't think of that I know. at all. I know. No, I know. That's it's tough. crazy. It's really tough. But, like, I can't have... I can't have two chests, one back, two shoulders, and no arms. You can't. You can't do but it. But how did I not pick no. that? But it's tough to fit in there. It is. If we had but a six-pick, not... oh, yeah, we're gone. going lateral races. That's where you're going. But we had five. We had five. And uh, I'm going to put them all up on the, on the screen so that everybody can follow along. Yeah. You might not care you at might all. Not, but but we you know do. what? This was so much fun <laughs> it was for us. Fun. So, it was um, fun. Go, like, hey, 
get a little sneaky gym membership and yeah. go to the gym. It's really good for you. And get First an Iron the, Factory membership uh, so you can go hit the exercises that we talked about. Because if you go to the edge, you're wrong. If you go to Fizz Ed, you're wrong. <laughs> this is a rebuke. It, well, <laughs> you have to do what you got to do <laughs> sometimes. I'll give you this. Not even kidding. First Timothy 4.8. It says, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Godliness is more important than physical training. But the Bible says that physical training is of some value. It's important to be healthy and, you know, move around. See, and going to the gym is a great way to do that. See, we brought the Bible Amen. into our top five. Amen. And now we're going to just the Bible. No yeah. more gym talk for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Promise. Well, All right. Thank you, AJ. Thank you for having me again. No doubt. That was fun. That was a blast. That was a blast. I hope that I hope that you at least can recognize that we had fun with it. Um, that was fun. All right. Now we're going into the Bible. And uh, actually, before we do, um, I'm super excited to do this. And I just want to give honor to Pastor Joey. want to give honor to Pastor Brianna. Um, this is, you know, their podcast. And and I'm honored that Pastor Joey trusts me enough to, to come on here and, and teach the Word of God. He is my best friend. He is doing such, they are both doing such an amazing job at Impact. And uh, Impact students listening to this, you are so blessed to have an amazing youth pastor. Um, so let's get into the Word of God now. Uh, Galatians 3 is where, is where we're going today. And I'm going to talk about the fact that we are, we have been, redeemed from all the curse of the law. We have been redeemed from all the curse of the law. Galatians 3, chapter 3, verses 10 through 14 is where we're going. So bear with me as I get there. You can turn in your Bibles there as well. It's a good thing to do to make sure that I'm not just speaking nonsense, but I promise I'm not. Amen. All right, Galatians 3, verses 10 through 14. The Bible says, for all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law. For the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by them. This is the big, the big verse right here. Galatians 3.13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. And verse 14 says, so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. If you are in Christ, a born again believer, there is no curse on your life. There is no curse for you. Christ became that curse. And I have paper because I made a mistake and forgot my laptop. So a little old school. But if you're in Christ, there is no curse for your life. Christ has redeemed you from all the curse of the law. Galatians 3, what we just read, the first couple scriptures talk about if you're relying on yourself, if you're relying on your works to get into heaven, it won't work out for you. It's not gonna work out for you. It's only gonna cause you to be under a curse. And this is 
where Old Testament people were before Christ came and did all that he did for us. This is where they were. In the Old Testament, the children of God, they were only safe from being under the curse of the law if they fully obeyed every word of the book of the law, which is impossible. Basically, in the Old Testament, they were only safe from being under the curse if they didn't sin, which is impossible, again, because the only perfect one who's ever lived on this earth is Jesus, the Son of God. So it was impossible for them. Their righteousness was based on their obedience to the law. Couldn't do it. Can't do it. Nobody can live a perfect life. That's why we all need Jesus. That's why we needed Jesus to come and do all that he did for us. So in the Old Testament, when they did mess up, they would have to offer sacrifices in in the form of animals unto God in uh, offering repentance for their sin. But we, in the New Testament, after Christ has come and did all that he did, we're under a new covenant of grace. And when we put our faith in Jesus, Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice for us so that we don't have to continually go to God and offer sacrifice for our sin. All that we do is just look upon the name of Jesus and say, Lord, would you, would you see Jesus and all that he did for me when you look at my sin? That's what we do. We are no longer under the law because of Jesus. Romans 10, 4, it says that for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Christ, Christ is the end of the law for us, to all who believe. Our righteousness is not based on how well we adhere to every written word of the book of the law. It's not based on our works. Our righteousness, our right standing with God is based on one thing and one thing only, and that is whether or not we've put our faith in Jesus Christ as Savior. That's it. That is the only thing that will save you. That is the only thing that makes you in right standing justified before God. Again, in the Old Testament, it was based on the law. If they could keep every word of the book of the law, and they couldn't, because nobody can. For us, we are justified based by Jesus, based on what Jesus has done for us. So we continue. Galatians 3.13, again, the big verse. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Amen. Amen. I hope that this blessed you guys. Uh, so, so awesome to be here. Uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you. I'm kidding. We're not done, right? A lot of people, maybe, maybe you've read this scripture, right? Galatians 3.13. It says that Christ redeemed us from all the curse of the law. But we need to keep going. We need to dig a little further and find out what that curse is. We need to find out what we've been redeemed from as Christians. You can think of it like, if I told you that there is a brand new car that I bought for you. I bought you a brand new car. You're welcome. You'd be like, hold on a minute. I don't, I, I need a little bit more details. Like you're gonna have to give me, you know, where the car is, what kind of car it is, where are the keys, you know, where do I go to get it? You need more details, right? It's the same thing here. Christ redeemed us from all the curse of the law. Yes, that's true. But there's more details. We need to figure out and find out what we've been redeemed from. And so let's do that right now. Christ has redeemed us. And before we do that, what does that mean? Christ has redeemed us. It basically means that he has, that we have freedom from the curse of the law because of what Jesus did for us. Christ regained our freedom 
from the curses by becoming the curse for us. When Jesus was crucified and died on this earth, he became the curse of the law. He became all the things that we are gonna talk about. And again, notice it's so important. It's so important that we get. Notice the, um, the grammar here. Christ has redeemed us, has redeemed. That's past tense. So all the things that we're gonna go through right now, and it'll be quick, but all the, the six things that we're gonna go through right now, we have been redeemed from. We don't have to pray that God would redeem us from it. We don't have to pray that we would you know, not experience these things in our life. God already did the work. Jesus already did the work when he became the curse for us. So it's past tense, it's already done. He, we have been redeemed. Christ has redeemed us. So again, we need more information. What is the curse of the law that we have been redeemed from? Well, we find it in Deuteronomy chapter 28. We find it in Deuteronomy chapter 28. The first part of Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14, speak of the blessing. Speak of the blessing that comes on you when you are obedient to the Lord, when you obey his commandments. And that is so important that we understand too, but I'm not going to get into it uh, on this podcast, perhaps another time. Um, But right now we're just going to talk about what Christ has redeemed us from. And so we find it in Deuteronomy 28, and it's interesting, it's interesting, it's interesting that the curses that we've been redeemed from are given much more space in the Bible than the blessing in Deuteronomy 28 that we have, that we have received in Christ, or that we receive uh, from being obedient to uh, the book of the law. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14 speak of the blessing, and Deuteronomy 28, verses 15 through 68 speak of the curses. And so I want to give you some six things that we've been redeemed from, and I'm going to hit them pretty quick, so we're not going to be here for two hours. Um, But before we, we do that, it's important to note this. When we read these in Deuteronomy 28, the Bible kind of bounces back and forth between saying, If you don't obey the book of the law, these curses will come upon you and overtake you. And it bounces between that and God will bring these curses on you. The first one there is the more accurate interpretation and the more accurate analysis is that these curses will come upon you and overtake you as a result of not walking in obedience to the book of the law, not walking in obedience. If it's raining outside and you decide to go outside and and just, you know, hang out out there for 10 minutes, you wouldn't say, oh, God, God just made me get wet. Oh, I can't believe that God made me get wet. I'm standing outside here and God just made me get wet because it's raining. No, if it's raining and you decide to go stand outside, you, you getting wet is the natural response to your decision to go stand outside while it's raining. And it's the same way here. Acting and and living in disobedience, the natural reaction is, is these curses coming upon your life. But again, for us who are in Christ, Christ has redeemed us from these curses. So let's get into it. The first one, we can find it in Deuteronomy 28, verses 15 through 19. It's kind of broken up and it kind of jumps around a little bit. But the first curse is a general curse. We have been redeemed from a general curse on our lives. 
And I'm just gonna read you one scripture here, Deuteronomy 28, verses 19, and I like it in the NLT. It says, wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. That is one of the things that comes upon you if you live in disobedience to the, uh, to the Bible or, or living according to God's way. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. A general curse. Just things won't work in your life. Things in general are, are always tough for you. Thing, maybe you know some people like this, that they're always, something's always wrong, you know? Something's always just not, not going well in their life. That is a byproduct of the curse of the law. And we as Christians have been completely redeemed from that. We don't have to go around in this life just expecting things to just, you know, fall apart. Oh, you know, things are good right now, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I don't know, you know, I might get a bad report about something tomorrow. No, like we're not under a curse. We're under the blessing. A general curse. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. That is a part of the curse of the law that we have been redeemed from in Christ. Second one. Again, we're going to hit them pretty quick because there's six. Second one, verses 23 through 24, 38 through 40, and 42 through 44, if you ever want to go back and study them for your own sake or, you know, for your own time of study. But that's where they are. The second part of the curse is poverty. Poverty. And this is spoken of in Deuteronomy 28 more than any other curse that we're going to talk about. It's given more verses of scripture than any other curse. And in the context of Deuteronomy 28, in the context of the time that this was being written, it talks mostly about crops not yielding a harvest, like people planting things, having vineyards that just don't give them return, right, on their time. And this is because, this is the main way that people in Bible times sustain themselves is agriculturally. They would farm, they would plant things, and they would expect a harvest. But the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, 44, Actually, we'll get there, but it says in these verses of scripture that if you're under the curse, you're gonna plant things, you're gonna have vineyards, but you're not gonna see any of the harvest of your work in that area. Poverty, not having anything, like being completely without. Deuteronomy 28, 44 brings money into it. In the NLT, it says, they will lend money to you, but you will not lend to them. They will be the head and you will be the tail. Complete poverty not having enough to lend to anybody, but always having to rely on somebody else to sustain you. That is part of the curse of the law. And we as Christians have been redeemed from the curse of the law. We don't have to go around in this life not having enough. That is part of the curse. We are under the blessing of the Lord. We are under the same blessing, it says in Galatians 3, that Abraham had. We are under the blessing of the Lord. And part of that blessing is God providing all of our needs according to his riches and glory. You don't have to go around this life in lack. You don't have to go around this life never having enough, always having to fight to get through, living paycheck to paycheck. Impact students, you, you might be in a situation where you've had to, to struggle through your life. That is not God's will for your life. It is not God's will that you do not have enough. And as you grow up, you can stand on the word of God for yourself and say, I will not have enough. God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory because poverty is part of the curse and I've been redeemed from all the curse of the law. Amen. That's the second one, poverty. Third one, mental problems. Oh man, mental problems are a a part of the curse of the law. Did you know that? I'll show you. 
Deuteronomy 28, verse 28, and I like it in the ESV here. It says, the Lord will strike you with madness and blindness and confusion of mind. Madness, blindness, confusion of mind. Mental problems are a part of the curse of the law that we've been redeemed from because of all that Christ did for us. And this is, man, this is a huge thing today. This is a huge thing today. You probably can't go, and it's sad, and it doesn't have to be this way, but you probably can't go talking to five people without one of them saying, yeah, you know, I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with depression. I'm not coming against you if you, if you have battled those things, but what I'm telling you instead is if you're a born-again believer, Christ has redeemed you from that, and you don't have to go through that anymore. You don't have to go through it anymore. It's a huge thing today. I'll tell you guys this quick story. Just happened yesterday and really blew my mind. My girlfriend, Brianna Logan, one of the impact leaders here, she went to the doctor because she's been having a little bit of stomach problems and she just kind of wanted to go find out like, hey, do I have like a certain food sensitivity? Like, is there something that I can be avoiding that would help me not have as much stomach problems? She went there. She went to the doctor because her stomach hurt. And you know what the doctor said to her? He didn't ask her any follow-up questions. He just said, hmm, you know what? You know what? I'm going to prescribe you anxiety and depression medication. What? She went there because her stomach was bothering her. And you're telling her that she has depression and anxiety? And you're a medical professional? What are you doing? The doctor said that he... He's just been prescribing that to a bunch of college students because, you know, everybody has depression and anxiety nowadays. No, 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 no. Brianna was like, yeah, no, I don't need that. My stomach's bothering me. I'm not depressed or anxious. Stop trying to push medication on me that I don't want. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And, and medicine now, People now, doctors now, they try to put a Band-Aid on something instead of getting to the root of the issue. The root of the issue is that mental problems are a part of the curse of the law. That's why it's so prevalent nowadays is because there are many people who aren't living according to the Bible and those people are under the curse of the law and those people are experiencing mental problems in their life. But you, if you're a born-again believer, do not have to deal with mental problems in your life. You can have peace of mind in Christ. Amen. Amen. Again, I'm not coming at you. I'm not trying to condemn you if you've gone through, you know, any of these things. But what I'm telling you now, what I hope that you're hearing now and encouraging you is that you don't have to anymore because Christ has already redeemed you from it by becoming the curse of the law for you. You do not have to go through this anymore. That's the third one. I got to hurry up a little bit. All right, number four. Household and family problems. This comes from Deuteronomy, verses, Deuteronomy 15, verses 30, 32, and 41. Household and family problems. It speaks to, in Deuteronomy 15, marital problems. It speaks to child-parent relationship problems. And again, sadly, this is something that is very common today. Um, a lot of broken homes, a lot of um, children not really getting along with their parents, children or, you know, siblings not really getting along with each other, and, and marital problems are very common today. It's a part of the curse of the law, and we have been completely redeemed from it. 
We've been completely redeemed from it. MPAC students, if you're listening to this and, and you've seen some of this in your life, I want to encourage you right now that you do not have to go through it anymore. And when you grow up and, and when you have a family, it does not have to be something that continues to bleed into your, your family. When you grow up and you get married and you have kids, you can know that Christ has redeemed you from family problems. He has, that's done. And right now, you can pray for your family. You can believe God to do a work in your family, that, that your family would be saved and that they would recognize that they've been redeemed from it and, and turn from it. But family problems, household problems, are a, cur- are a part of the curse of the law that we have been completely redeemed from in Christ. That's number four. Number five comes from Deuteronomy verses 58 and 59. And that is long-standing afflictions. Long-standing afflictions. Gonna take a little sneaky sip. Oh, sure. Number five, long-standing afflictions are a part of the curse of the law that we have been redeemed from in Christ Jesus. This is talking about severe and lasting problems in your life. It can be physical problems. It can be, you know, mental problems. It can be emotional problems, anything like that. Here's what it says. Deuteronomy 28, verse 59. Then the Lord will bring on you and your offspring extraordinary afflictions, afflictions severe and lasting, and sickness grieving, grievous and lasting. Severe and lasting problems. You hear this too. You know, oh, this has just been in my family forever. Oh, I've been going through this for years. I'm probably gonna have to go through it for the rest of my life. You know, this is just a part of who I am. Probably never gonna get past it. Probably never gonna get over it. No, if you are redeemed in Christ, if you are a born again believer, Christ has redeemed you from any long-standing affliction. Anything that's been plaguing your life for a long period of time, God has completely redeemed you from because Christ became the curse of the law for us. You don't have to go through it anymore. You don't have to relinquish that, you know, I'm just gonna be, this is just what I gotta go through for the rest of my life. This is where I'm gonna be. No, Christ has completely redeemed you from it. I keep repeating that. I keep repeating that. I keep just saying no, but that's what, that's what, that's what you need to hear over and over again. And that's something that Everybody needs to hear. Every Christian needs to hear because there are, there are thoughts that will come into your mind and there are things that you'll see that don't go in line with the Bible. And every single time, the Bible tells us that we need to take those thoughts captive. Every single time you see something or think something that doesn't line up with the Bible, you need to say to yourself, no, no. Every time you feel a sickness coming into your body, every time you think, um, you know, an anxious thought or a depressing thought. You need to say to yourself, no, and then quote scripture against that thing and stand on the word of God. Amen, amen. That's number five. Long-standing afflictions are a part of the curse of the law and you have been completely redeemed from it in Christ. Number six, the last one we're gonna go into today. And man, oh, this is a good one. This is something that, that... this is something that, that everybody needs to hear. Every Christian needs to hear. It comes from Deuteronomy 15, verses 20 through 22 and 60 through 61. And this is so good. I'm gonna read them. Deuteronomy 28, verse 22 says, the Lord will strike you with wasting disease and with fever, inflammation and fiery heat and with drought and with blight and with mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish. 
right here in Deuteronomy 28, blight and mildew talk literally about, like if you translate it out and study it out, it talks about bacteria, right? So like, you know, bacteria, colds that come upon you, that kind of thing. That's part of the curse of the law. Look at what it says in Deuteronomy 28, verse 61. This is so good. Because some people, they might look at this and say, oh, that, that was, you know, those were Old Testament afflictions it talks about. It, it talks also about that um, the plagues of Egypt are a part of the curse of the law. People might say, oh, you know, the plagues of Egypt, you're like, yeah, that's cool. I've been redeemed from those things. But now, now there's COVID-19. Now there's, you know, now there's this disease. I don't know if, I don't know if that is under the, the umbrella. I don't know if I've been redeemed from that. Look at what it says in Deuteronomy 28, 61. So good. So good. Every sickness also and every affliction that is not recorded in the book of this law, the Lord will bring upon you until you are destroyed. Basically, every sickness, even the one not put in Deuteronomy 28, every sickness and every affliction is a part of the curse of the law and you've been redeemed from it. You have been redeemed from it. Man. Again, I'm not coming at you if you've ever been sick. Listen, I've been sick before. I've gone through many of these things that we've talked about. So I'm not trying to come at you and attack you. But what I'm telling you now is that you don't have to deal with it anymore. You have been redeemed from it. Overdone with, past tense. I'll tell you this. I've been sick before but I'm not gonna get sick again. I certainly do not expect to get sick again. And when sickness tries to enter my body, I'm gonna stand on the word of God and know that I've been completely redeemed from it and not receive it. And you can too. If you're a born again believer, Christ has redeemed you from every single sickness, every single bacteria, every single disease, even the ones that are gonna spring up out of nowhere in the next 10 years. God's redeemed you from it. You don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to, you know, live in fear that you're going to go outside and catch it? No. This isn't licensed to be stupid and licensed to just be foolish and go around doing, you know, dumb stuff. But you don't have to live your life in fear. Instead, you just know that Christ has redeemed you from every single sickness and every single disease that there ever was and ever will be. You have been redeemed from it. Amen. 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 Again, let me just say in closing, I, again, I've gone through some of these things that we just talked about, right? I'm not coming at you. I, I recognize that I was, I was kind of getting like a little, maybe a little aggro as I was talking, but it's not at all because, you know, I'm, I'm upset with anybody who's, who might be listening to this, who's gone through something like this. I'm upset with the fact that the devil has tricked so many people and so many believers that some things that Christ has redeemed us from are just going to be part of life. They're just going to be something that you have to go through. Says who? That's not what the Bible says. These things that we just talked about. A general curse. Things just don't work in your life. Poverty, lack, not having enough. Mental problems. Household and family problems, long-standing afflictions, and every disease and sickness is a part of the curse of the law that we have been completely redeemed from in Christ Jesus. And so I'm not yelling at you right now if you've ever gone through any of these things. Instead, I want to encourage you and tell you that from right now, when you're hearing this word, if you've ever gone through something like this, 
you can say, you know what? I'm not going to anymore. I've been completely redeemed from it. And now you know how to, how to treat it the right way. Again, the world today will try to put a Band-Aid on, your, uh, on anxiety or depression. You're, the world will try to put a Band-Aid on disease. That's literally what medicine is. Medicine is a Band-Aid. The root of the issue is spiritual. And, and the only thing that will truly resolve it is the word of God spoken over your life. And so what you have to do is just believe what God said, speak what God said, and have what God said. Believe what God said, speak what God said, and have what God said. That's it. If you find it in the Bible that you've been redeemed from all of these things, believe it. Have a full assurance, a full conviction in your heart that it's true. Speak it over your life, even despite whatever comes against you or whatever tries to convince you otherwise. Speak it over your life. Hold on to it and then receive it. And then you'll have it. It's, it's just a continuous cycle. Believe what God said, speak what God said, and have what God said. And you will. You will. You will see the blessing of the Lord come upon you instead of all these curses overtaking you. Amen. 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 I hope that this blessed you guys. It was, again, such a blessing to be able to come on here and, um, and just teach from the Word of God. I love the Bible, and I, I love Pastor Joey for trusting me and giving me this opportunity. I hope that this blessed you guys. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you, Lord, for every single person who's listened to this. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would give them such clear revelation that they have been completely redeemed from all the curse of the law because of all that you did for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for becoming the curse for us so that we could be free from it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love you guys. Thank you for hanging out. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the teaching today. If you are between the grades of 5th through 12th grade, make sure to check us out in person at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Be sure to tune in next week for another weekly podcast from Uncanceled. God bless.